welcome everybody to the Dare Real Agile podcast, as well as this special screening on Cyber Renaissance. There will be a staged alien invasion. Blooping project will think of some spaceships. They will have laser beam weapons from satellites. But it's coming from your government. Create more slave. Would you like to be a slave or a free man on the land? Yes, the music of Conceal, the Blue Beam Project. There is no conspiration, there is no agenda, there is your choice. What are you going to do about it? Try to fight it? No, you gotta fight it. Let's be a sovereign being as well as a sovereign digital being. That's going to be the topic of our special podcast and vlogcast about the cyber renaissance. Yes, so this is an incredible band from 2016. And they create an album with songs such as Agenda 21, Kim Trail to Make You a Slave, and this Blue Beam Project song. It's very cyberpunk, cybernetic, because I would like to address you. How are we going not to survive, but to actually thrive and to transform and transform action Yes, 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 my Agile Loungers. Again, welcome, welcome to the special show of Their Real Agile. Broadcast everywhere from YouTube, from the headquarter of the resistance of agility, of all things business agility, and conscious capitalism and conscious agility. 
Welcome, welcome once again. So here's your coach AF with you. There's about five people on YouTube. I bid you good day, good Friday. So please um, tell me where you're from. That should be an entire uh, spot in English. And uh, we have a proposed value for you today. Uh, yes, a value proposition agenda for this talk broadcast. We try to keep it within half an hour, so which is around 1.30 p.m. Eastern Daylight Saving Time and about 7.30 p.m. for the uh, Central European stand, uh, Standard Daylight Time. So we're going to address you like, so we just add the intro with Conceal. It's available on iTunes, link in the description. And don't need to comment, <laughs> please, that I will be striked by YouTube because I am not monetizing this. Agile Lounge channel on YouTube is free. It's open as it should be for Scrum and Agile culture and mindset anyway but of course if you'd like what i do if you'd like what my team do here over at the agile lounge you are welcome to see the link and the description and give us a tips so which means like any amount you would like to give us through paypal so the paypal me link is on the description and we have also for the canadian citizen you could use the uh, interact e-transfer and no password necessary just use the email to send us the tips on your appreciation i already have some message so please let me be in full quality of presence with you and um, actually uh, putting putting this phone away from me because i would like to be with you in a full blast quality of presence so we had the intro and i would like Right now, very, 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 my team and I were very, very happy. Uh, this last weekend, towards the beginning of this week, we actually reached 100 Agile Loungers. Yes, make some noise. Can I get a hello here? Thank you so much, guys. It's been only two years we started this channel to actually spread our passion on business agility, especially business agility. Why? Because we think we think the real evolution, not just the revolution of the software developer that I praise so much. I like to work with you when I build and I help your Scrum Masters build team. But really one of the 12 principles that I cherish since the beginning in 2001 from the Agile Manifesto is bringing together and togetherness people of business and people of IT all together. And this is the real evolution and for any organization of any size. And as you all know by now, especially for my longtime subscriber, my mentor was Mike Beadle, one of the first users of Scrum back in the mid-90s with Jeff Shutterland and Ken Schrober, the co-creator. And he wrote a lot of paper on enterprise architecture. And from there... He created the Enterprise Scrum because Scrum as a lean kind of software framework, there's a lot of, especially for those of us who study in physics or even a bit of chemistry, but I will say like more physics, that we understand substantion. And if you don't understand substantion, sorry to say that, but you won't necessarily understand Scrum. And substantion, literally what it is, in any field of science or linguistic, it's about the dynamic of interrelation that help us working together and this is why 
Of course, we understand Jeff Chatterland and the other 17 co-signatory of the Agile Manifesto that this is an historical artifact. It's just addressing the software developer who had enough of the marketing and sell people and wanted to actually enhance um, their um, capability and their skills on high potentiality on a fast-moving uh, from... <laughs> computer programming to software programming to the digital age of the web 2.0 it was at back then and the dot-com period of the late 90s beginning 2000s so that was necessary we needed to create that noise uh, from the technical and engineer side but of course after you create that noise after you explain and you teach and you coach about those four values huh? it's people interaction over process and tools it's um, following uh, instead of following a plan is continuous planning that will also give you the continuous delivery of proposed value and meaning, meaningful value as well. It's very important. And uh, you have, of course, um, customer collaboration, having the user, the customer, actually, because remember, Peter Drucker is teaching us in business school. Even now it's relevant. No business exists without customers. So the, f the priority of a, of a business is satisfying those customers to give them the best quality product. So that's the thing. And uh, of course, uh, one of the principles also is important and was challenging right now with this virtual remote type of thing is the best way to convene information uh, is to um, be face-to-face -face conversation. Of course, will you tell me that these tools of the cybernetic age are kind of enough to replace this face-to-face? -face? Because you see my face, if I give you a, a coaching or even a group workshop on, um, on Zoom or Meets or Teams, you, you still see me, but is it enough? So that will be addressed also in this cyber renaissance kind of proposed introduction and definition. Uh, now, what I would like to do is, okay, so I thank you again. So if you're just a viewer right now on the live this Friday, August 7, or on any rewatch, please subscribe and become an Agile Launcher. It's completely free. It's just for you to show that you would like our message our message of hope, our message of actionable, our message about all things business agility. How do we want to co-create maybe with you? Because being you, you, I don't see you as a passive watcher or viewers. I could see you ultimately as a collaborator. And for me, I'm not just stuck in Montreal, Quebec, Canada. I am all across the universe we call Earth. So I, I, I collaborate already for a couple of years with people from the five continents. So I'm mo you're more than welcome to reach out to us and uh, tell us on what you'd like to work and co-create. It could be free open space up to maybe some contract we could do together and there we earn a living from it, okay? But this channel is really to promote not just Agile Lounge and all our brand and all our kind of, of innovative product, uh, product and workshop, but it's also there to have a conversation with you and these Agile mindset and culture. And uh, today I decided because it's the summer, summer sizzling, a lot of people are on vacation. Hopefully we hope you are on vacation. There's a lot of talk uh, in, my, in one of my network that I'm going actually tonight. 
uh, to see with Will Salmon. I think I put the link in the description. If not, after the live, I will make sure to put his website, Design Your Life. Um, and uh, it's Design Your Life. You could design a city. You could design a government. You could design everything, either from scratch. So it's more, it's bigger and smarter than a reset. The reset proposed by the World Economic Forum. Again, if you look in my watch list uh, of the past live, you could see the French version for the francophone out there, as well as the English version on the Great Reset, where we try to explain very holistically what the think tank that will participate next January 2021 uh, on this um, kind of World Economic Forum at Davos, Switzerland, uh, what they have in stock for us, uh, utilizing uh, a kind of a very, very uh, narcissistic, Machiavellic context of COVID-19 to promote uh, this initiative of the Great Reset. And for me, again, I still tr try and aim to be agnostic and holistic about it and um, not to go too much into uh, a duality because I believe that uh, a coin or a middle have three sides, uh, the face, the tail, and of course the slide. And the slide helps you move and it's a movement that you actually create and innovate something. So that's my thought on it. So this is why I don't want to tilt uh, the tail or face, but I want to go uh, onward uh, with you and togetherness to create a smarter world. Stop saying better and harder, because harder, it's not something like, of course, we have to work hard, to achieve it smarter. But if you're smart, if you high potential, if you are high capability, I really, really think that um, with all this in mind, you will achieve uh, something less harder. Eh? Even like we have a kind of a scaling agile scrum that calls less. Of course, there's a definition for this, but I like to say do work less to produce more value. So that's my um, actual uh, belief on this. So do we have music here? Do you want to have music while I'm talking about very, very kind of background? I think so. so let's, because we are the Agile Lounge, we are also into an Agile culture. So I really, I really, really, really like to uh, go around uh, some kind of music. And I think because we'd like to talk about a Renaissance, I don't know if I have it here because there was a great album from Dave Seaman, a great DJ. Uh, of kind of a trans-low type of tech because I don't want to I just want a background music guys huh? are you with me with this so let's see if we have it here uh, yeah why not uh, let's do this because I'd like to concentrate more on the message I will lower the volume just enough here press start and we start with overdrive loops from Café Del Mar the Theras mix of summer from Ibiza Spain, Mediterranean. All right, so without further ado, two subjects that articulate. I said on the trigger title Cyber Renaissance Digital Age with Conscious Agility. So most of my uh, longtime subscriber or those who participate with me on some kind of workshop or that came at the Scrum Beer, uh, oh, by the way, Scrum beer, yes. Now I'm not. I'm not drinking beer, even if it's one o'clock in Montreal on Friday, and I finish all my work for my valuable customer. 
but I'm, I'm drinking actually the Florad Jamaica. Uh, it's the name my fellow uh, compadre de Mexico called for the Ibicus uh, tea. And of course, it's cold ice with uh, Salvadorian cinnamon and great uh, miel uh, honey of the Mayan and the Yucatan. So it's very delicious. Mm. Refreshing, so summer. And Scrum Beer virtual link again in the description. Subscribe. About 30 places available for a Zoom session. You bring your beer. We talk virtually all around the world. And uh, any topics all around business agility again, conscious capitalism, conscious leadership, and freedom lifestyle. And let's let's do it. And this is not just me talking in that kind of gathering. It's to replace the physical gathering to still socialize together and keep our uh, our consistency as in Scrum of doing it every two months. So this is why we're going to do it September 9. So link in the description again. Subscribe. It's free. You receive the code as soon as you show your seriousness and, and your will to participate. And then we gather together uh, authentically uh, to speak about it. So that being said, what is Conscious Agility? Right now, I'm still developing it, and I talk to it with some people, but a lot of people maybe are not necessarily ready for it now, even though we have a lot of work to do explaining business agility, even though with my late mentor, I was working on it for the last decades or so. Uh, and this is why with uh, Enterprise Scrum, it was, I think, the best way to aim into a true evolution of Agile with business agility. And uh, But unfortunately, things happen and, and now we start seeing it as a buzzword. But amazingly, uh, they, they won't necessarily reach a point that we are already reached here at the Agile Lounge and with Enterprise Scrum internationally. Uh, so, so again, business agility, it's truly putting Agile. It's not a scaling model as you could urge some places or what have you. One of our definition, it's continuously create value to satisfy the customer and to make sure that everyone and an organization of any size is working together, okay? So this is one definition. We don't say it's the definition of agility, but I think it's the most comprehensive one. It's the one that helped a lot of my clients understand not just only agile, but also that they need everyone in the organization, not just the software developer. Because you know what's going to happen? If we are just aiming to the engineer in your organization or those who produce your good, okay, the IT department of your uh, enterprise, you won't do agile. You will do water scrum fall. And this is very bad, okay? Because if your financial department, if your uh, marketing department, sales department, uh, creative department are not in, in kind of this mindset of agility, they are don't understand what are the many ways, huh? not just one ways. And Scrum, I think for me, again, is the most customable. Uh, I've got like in my career uh, up to 940 teams now that I introduced to Scrum. Some of them without knowing it is called Scrum. And you could put everything into it because the working agreement of the people first and the organization working together will make your Scrum. So much though that one of the Scrum managed company uh, Spotify, it's been copied by so many people. People think that Spotify is a framework. As you know, it's actually a great platform to listen to your favorite 
artists and music, as well as the Dare Real Agile podcast. You might listening now uh, on on this uh, on this. You might listening to the show right now on Spotify as well as Apple TV. So so that being said, very very important here to to say like business agility again is the real evolution. It's business and agility. It's not just for software. Uh, please, this is so old school. This is so 1998. If you think that agile and all of those lean stuff and project management, and by the way, uh, we should aim and product management or solution management service because and the experience of anybody that use whether it's product or um, services. Okay, so I hope this quick f- summary definition of business agility will give you enough to understand my equation that I have in mind and I'm still drawing, that I'm still trying to connect the dots and so on. Um, I met very, very nice people, especially in England two years ago, who talked about conscious capitalism and conscious leadership. And we have one fellow here who actually built a center for, uh, an international center for conscious leadership. So... When I start reading their books, when I start watching their vlog, and and I even participate in a couple of workshop with them, uh, to ends because for me I'd like to go broad, broadband on. I'm, I'm not just an agile coach. I'm more than that. Uh, I'm an entire being, and I'm I'm a sovereign being, and I'm coming up to it with the cyber renaissance. But for me, when I look at everything we built in the last decade and continuously evolve of business agility, not just the definition, but how you do actionable uh, to bring people working smarter and better in this fa- fast-pacing uh, uh, environment and world that we are in. And I look at the conscious agility and capitalism movement that was actually proposing an alternative to all these sustainable type of buzzwording, including the Great Reset uh, mindset of uh, or the Agenda 21 proposition of 17 field. But of course, when you look at both business agility and conscious leadership, you have some kind of value and principle that came from the initiative of the Agenda 21. That's now it's called, I think, Agenda 2030. However, it's not all the actor or the transformation agent within the movement of business agility or conscious leadership that necessarily agreed on this kind of big, big, big initiative. And this is why I said, like, instead of combating the Great Reset, that's going to happen anyway. And so if you understand the why, and if you'd like to be part of the why, then the how, you will actionable you will action it, action it, yes, will be a lot more uh, efficient than just screaming to the wolf or just resisting. I think we could resist with resilience and be part of it, be part of it always, and making sure that our voice is heard because we are still able to do it. So let's do it, okay? So that being said... I don't want to go into too much politics because we're going to toxify this great this great podcast. So I just want to explain to you that all these possibilities, as I said, I'm agnostic, I'm holistic, and then uh, after this one show, because this is only an introduction, we're going to talk about maybe refine, refine these great ideas and, and to see with more people, we're going to think about it, we're going to try to create actionable, uh, exactly, and 
if you are in Scrum team with a product owner or the business owner and you try to understand uh, what they want to achieve, do they have a clear vision? What is the mission? And then from there, you split it into uh, actionable that most people in Scrum will call user story. In my case, it's more like, uh, and tonight we're going to see it with William uh, at his uh, lab, open lab on the streets of the Milan in Montreal. Uh, talking about how do you design your life because it's always start with us okay if we know thyself and we love self it's amazing what this could be uh, doing into a community an enterprise and a team so my question of conscious agility right now is everything that we do in business agility plus everything so far that has been time type of conceptual into Conscious agility and, uh, excuse me, conscious leadership and capitalism that should aim to a conscious agility mindset, which means that we heard a lot of agile in the last 20 years about uh, from like the software cave of the IT all the way up to the business agility type of thing. A lot of people talk about beyond agile, uh, agile in uh, human relation. Agile in psychology, agile. This is okay. It's a big buzzword from a sports type of of image all the way through IT, project, product, and business. So, for me, is it just another buzzword that I created? Of course not. It's really a big idea. It started with an idea. And then from this idea, what could we do about it? And, and a lot of people will say like, oh, you know, agile, it's, it's a state of being. I agree on this. And I was also coaching a lot of leaders in C-suite level about this, that agile is not a thing you buy, is not a framework, is not a methodology either. It's a mindset, a culture, okay, based on values and principles that help you make decisions for a better and smarter place of work, customer satisfaction and development of your product and services to create new customer or to keep them on board because you continuously deliver meaningful value, all right? So being agile, that was one thing that we worked through to to get people out of this kind of matrix process frameworking type of thing. So being agile, still work to do in there. And with the being agile, we put them into the business mindset that all the business, all your organization should embark into these values and system of thinking. And when I say that, it's not a, a monolithic block because agile will require you not to adapt, but to innovate and create ways. Huh? Because remember, even the software agile manifesto starts with we uncover new ways. So that's the motto, all right? So it's not like one size fits all of one thing. This is why we never, if you see agile coaches or agile consultants out there coming up with the definition or the through, they're fake. Fire them and call us or call my colleagues around the world uh, who are true agile and real agile because we're there giving you the opportunity of building your own agile, okay? Because that's the thing. There is no not, and a lot of people are are being agile without knowing it. By the way, okay. So we'll come back to it maybe in another capsule. If you give me in the comment section, if you'd like to hear more about it. So my question is essentially every conceptuality of business agility plus 
the conscious capitalism and leadership that give you conscious agility. And for me, being conscious is is going beyond the Maslow pyramid of needs. It's going into the desire, the idea, and how you would like to... And this type of consciousness, and you'll be aware of everything you do and the substantion remember substantion the dynamic of interrelation with other people that collaborate with you or co-create with you and while being conscious of the needs of those who come to your shop or to to your business so so you know it's having that type of thing and, and with conscious leadership why what amazed me a lot is Because a lot of people will think, oh, is it like uh, from top to bottom or bottom up? Actually, with conscious agility, the cycle or the interaction, the substantion again, should aim into a better self-organized that is even more preci precise than any kind of structure plan. This is not chaos. Au contraire, it's a very, 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 very big kind of, of thing that create accountability, responsibilities of everyone involved. So it's not just the leader or the, the, the thing. And this is what I like with conscious leadership. It's we take manager who manage every matrix chart or what have you. You know, all these numbers that that provide only thing for financial department to say like, oh, should we make a budget on it? No, because as you know, in agility, you have, yes, a budget and a kind of a time, time slot. But you... You just have it, so you don't have to. Of course, you you better know how much you you spend and so on. So I understand that, but this is not the most valuable thing, as we said. And uh, one of the value is create value continuously, aim for quality, and make sure that that it's done. So if a business owner give you two millions with two years, but then you have to come with the not just the most valuable, but the, 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 the valuable thing for what you have right now. It will be your first iteration. It will be your first version because we will be in continuous development. So this is why project cannot fit no more into that kind of, of mindset. You see why? Because a project has a beginning and a hand and you could, to, to, to decipher or to readjust this beginning and end, you will create change requests And with those change requests, there's a lot of paperwork, there's a lot of matrix. So you are in the manager mindset, project manager, instead of product leader and leader that will actually participate into the elaboration of this. And as we do with iteration and cycle and agility, it's continuous development, which means continuous planning. So as you are in continuous planning, you don't need all those paper, form, process, procedure to go through. You don't need to prove to the CFO that you spend this because you will have the bill that, yes, I spend that for my team to have the best tool to achieve this, or I hire this consultant and data mining and so on and so on. So you see, so it's all there because you have a pre-approved budget and a pre-approved timeline. You have to do the most of it. That's agility, my friend. That's true agility. Holistically, but of course, what you're going to put in it, this is not a one-size-fits-all. It will reflect, actually, uh, the people, the people culture, uh, the culture of a country, everything. Okay, You have to be aware of it. So for me, conscious agility, it's the ultimate idea of truly understanding over-adaptation, 
as you try to enable people to innovate and create with everything like an empath mind, a high potential mind of doing the best thing and the smartest thing with the most high capable people that you're gonna build your team with. And now, to complete the show and before we go to any um, Q&A, if you'd like to interact with me, I see there's about seven people right now on YouTube, not that much, and uh, Facebook, LinkedIn, not that much either. I know it's a Friday, it's a risk that I take, I I like to to take that risk, uh, because even if I'm less busy right now, and I'm calling you out, if you... uh, like me as your consultant in business agility I could give you time remotely or on site but mostly remotely for the next uh, for the rest of the year I think especially that I'm going to try to travel to do volunteering and to my other project and product uh, delivery stuff so Maybe a lot of you uh, I saw, especially on LinkedIn, a lot of likes, mostly uh, women. Mostly women likes my uh, advertising about this uh, webcast that I'm doing right now. So I'm really uh, curious. And I see more and more women into uh, the crypto cyber world. And what united me is I'm a, I'm a listener of the podcast from Mike Skyser and Stacey Herbert. For those who might know, this isn't financial because, of course, I'm doing also financial stuff with the Freedom Lifestyle Club that I'm also coach, entrepreneur, uh, and businesswoman and man to, be, uh, to have a better living. And to have a better living in this actual matrix, you need financial. You need to be an investor. You need to be what have you, okay? So that being said, when I was listening to his Summer Solution uh, podcast from the uh, from his show, Mike Kaiser, The Kaiser Report, uh, he started talking about cyber renaissance. And I like it very much. And I start searching, because me, I'm curious like this. I'm, I'm ta- I start searching. I especially start my search with his hashtag on his description. And I realized that, especially if you're on Twitter... This hashtag will bring you to a kind of a cyberpunk kind of world and it's not clear and a lot of people talk about video gaming, uh, AR, which is augmented reality and so on and so on and so on. So there's a lot of things, but for me, that was an angle of conscious agility I just described and as well as the business agility uh, development, right? So, and to be part and to innovate and to create our own reset, our better reset, our smarter reset for the upcoming on, onward new world. Because no matter you like it or not, for the conservative out there, I truly have a lot of empathy with you, for you. But for sure, the next decade we are entering in, the 2020s, <coughs> forget about the same old days. Okay? It's going to be the same old days. <coughs> Sorry. Starting to have my allergy. This is not what you think. It's August, and um, these uh, these pollen is attacking me. Yeah. All right. So, so this is why, really, guys. Um, if you make your own search, you will have to discover another thing. And what Stacy Herbert and uh, Max Kaiser start describing it, because you know. One of the back end idea of it is, of course, the cryptocurrency. And I won't name any specific one or even if the. It's the thing is, 
the digital age, the digital transformation, all the data organization, uh, the, all of talks about this digital era uh, that actually the actual crisis is an accelerator to it because with the measure, it will, it will not go away after, like, let's say, the pandemic is under control or what have you and, and so on. No, it was there before, but what, with, with what happened since March... They accelerate the fact that they want to create more uh, national digital currency. They want to create more digital identity and so on. And that's the thing. Estonia, it's one country. It's really more evil with the digital citizenship and so on. But And this is exactly, I hope, uh, to, to go further with my colleague over at Design Your Life. The thing is, we are a sovereign being in the real world, okay? And even though we have to fight and we have to... That, that, that have a cost of putting a lot of energy, of expressing it, okay? Of being it, of, of educate ourselves and people out there to be sovereign, to be independent, okay? A free thinker. And more than that, having organization, community, being more self-managed, and yes, interdependent because we all need each other at certain point. But again, when any coach out there and put adjective next to coach whatever you want or any kind of uh, thought leader, if there are such things as a thought leader, because we all think uh, we are all here to enable you, to empower you, to think for yourself, to be independent and to create your own mind. And this, again, business agility, business agility itself and a specific realm of business will get you there. And more you practice it, more you are into this kind of, of ideation, open space, openly, authentic city with authentic leadership, you will aim to, I think, develop this conscious agility, this life agility, because it's not just for work, it's also for your personal life, your family matters life. And and then it's enable you to be creative and then when you are creative you make a difference in this world you show up in the walls now you will say oh coach hold on a second I'm an introvert I don't want to go there that's okay you don't need to go there but at least don't be alienated by those who go there okay don't let make them the choice for you because you always have choice it's called free will but if you don't exercise your free will you're going to lose the freedom. And all these liberties are slowly transforming into privilege. And we think that there is no such things as privilege to work, to travel, to have a decent place to live, okay? And to have a responsibility and to have a family and so on and so on. So we should decentralize everything. So all the idea from the cryptocurrency world, okay? They show us with blockchain, especially how to better and smartly protect our data. So that's one key point in the cyber innocence proposition introduction I would like to give you today, okay? Inspired by the talk of Stacy Herbert and Max Kaiser, and you uh, put it, I'll put the link in the description of the YouTube um, uh, screening, so you'll be able to actually see it from yourself the the first part of their summer solution uh podcast the thing here is and they were right when they were the florencia italia renaissance uh, back in the uh, 
16th century. Do you really think people call it the Renaissance? Do you really think people were emerging? No, they were emerging from 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 the plague, exactly where we are right now. We are going to emerge. Well, of course, it's not necessarily comparable, but for the sake of, of the portrait. So, so I like this big idea. Now that... And back then, in the Renaissance, what did fall? The big church. Okay, the church was incapable of healing those people with uh, the plague, the black fever. So what do they do? A lot of people start questioning stuff. They, a lot of people start actually um, revisiting those big institutions of the monarchy and the church and these collapse all the way up to the French Revolution and the US Revolution the American I should say revolution that that happened first so you see the movement and um, so so now today with the digital age with the um, all the availability of information which is sometimes fake sometimes real sometimes we don't know the truth is the truth out there or not so we have access very fast okay with a lot of uncertainty a lot of complexity to a lot of information the thing now is how do you solve the fact there is too many information for one topic right now even myself right now maybe I'm putting out there information is it based on opinion On factual empirism, I don't know because right now what I'm I'm proposing an initiative. I'm proposing that for the Great Reset, we are there to say, hold on a second, as a community, as a business, as an individual, as a citizen, okay, who have rights but also responsibilities. And one of the first responsibilities is to be conscious that I could transform those rights or make sure that those rights are not annihilable, okay? by any type of this new systems because again the world economic forum with the great reset or uh, all those government or think tank around them or corporation around them proposing these type of um, digital identity centralized things uh, security check and again it's again a small group of controller a small group of people who will try to enforce it into others instead of having it decentralized anonymous and free and free in a sense like i'm not talking about like a price tag i'm talking about free free exchange of information okay or free way of accepting to share the information anonymously or identifying so this is why We have to build our sovereign self, independent self, helping building self-organized community, cities, and organization to work for, work in. And from that same thing, we create a digital twin, inspired by the crypto world. And the cyber renaissance, in that sense, is not all those foggy stuff about cyberpunk, cybernetic. You know, no, cyber. It could have been crypto renaissance, I don't know, but I, cyber, it's good because cyber, I think we always aim into the cybernetic world of the interface digital digital age or digital world. So if you don't like cyber, change it for digital. Is it a digital renaissance in a sense of yes? The Bitcoin movement, for those who follow it since 2008, you know there's something so... And maybe 50 years or 100 years from now, we're going to say, oh, that was a cyber renaissance or that was a digital renaissance. And there's the things. 
when the World Economic Forum is think tanks, they say, oh, we have an initiative to call it the Great Reset. Yeah, the Great Reset. But is it just a restart? Is it just another system tuning? I don't think... I don't want that. Do you want that? Me? No. I'd like a real transformation like happened at the Renaissance back in the 1600s. And now, of course, the um, emulation we could do is when you look at space exploration right now uh, towards Mars, uh, it's going to happen too. Uh, it's going to take a lot of resources and we don't have any resources. So all of this with conscious capitalism, actually, here's the key thing for the equation I was building uh, earlier. Business, agility, conscious leadership and capitalism. So are we are are we uh, over uh, consuming are we over producing so the great reset is just proposing actually to socialize the masses uh, to keep uh, the majority of us into scarcity again uh, with under uh, producing and under consuming but of course there will be uh, the top zero one percent of the one percent they will do business as usual you know uh, doing their stuff so for me it's not a great leadership a great leadership will be and especially when they <laughs> give us a speech of we are all in this together we're all in this together so come with us and i'm talking about equality here i'm not talking about like some kind of communitarism or communism no i'm talking about again the free will could we build our choices because if we have the choice i would like also to build the choice for my community and my organization and work within an evolving framework according to anything that we are gathering as new information new issues that will require a problem-solving type of thing. And I don't want to have a one-size-fits-all or a centralized way of doing this. So it's all about it. This renaissance we might be in since maybe the last decade or so, that is accelerating right now with the COVID as the plague back in the uh, 14th, 15th centuries accelerated. Okay, uh, there's a lot of things to take in consideration. Wars, rumor of wars, financial systems, the dollarization, all of this. Okay, so I think it's required these type of mindset of conscious agility, at least business agility and beyond. All right, to be in a sense of flexibility, not to bend over and to accept anything, not just the usual adaptation for what's coming in front of us. No to be part, to be the creator and the innovator of it. To go with the flow and a full state of thing where we actually, instead of just following the wave, we try to, <clears throat> while following the wave, aiming to a direction that will suit us and to our context and to our view of the world that we could share with others. So that's my message of this what's going to be so practically practically it's mean <clears throat> we have to make sure that as entrepreneur as citizen <clears throat> as business owner and so on we are taking our space we are going to uh, create proposition and to propose initiative as well all right it's time to move and to act it's no transformation it's transfer action we need to act about the type of world we need if per, for instance <clears throat> you would like to become more independent uh, into your uh, sovereign uh, uh, food supply 
what are you going to do? You're going to learn how to garden. You're going to learn how to grow your own food in your backyard, right? So that's one thing. Uh, if you'd like to be more independent of the banking system, that's going to collapse at some point. Bail out, bail in or not, okay? And as the church fell, and Michelangelo start uh, drawing his beautiful art, I think we need to be the Michelangelo of the 21st centuries and start drawing our own way to exchange, uh, to exchange uh, goods, to exchange services, the right to repair movement have to be there, uh, a circular economy, uh, a more self-managed economy. Okay? So here's the thing, because if we keep business as usual, it's going to be business as usual for lesser and lesser and lesser people. So that's the problem. Okay? While you wear your mask to go to the airport and having those four checked in, some people will just go right away to the tarmac with their cars, parking in a garage, jumping into a jet, a private jet, and be in the Aruba Island before you and before you knew it. This is not necessarily equity, okay? And based on what? Based on accumulation of money out of thin air? Think about it. And uh, money transaction out of 10 years. So there's a lot, a lot of subject. Today was an introduction to the cyber renaissance. So the cyber renaissance could have the emancipation and more comprehension of business agility and conscious leadership that should create this conscious agility of uh, system thinking, uh, open mindset for open space of collaboration of people to co-create what they want. Okay, It's also about the cryptocurrency and the digital currency that should be a, a, a main um, a meaning of, of exchange between some people, but they have to be decentralized and coming up to the digital identity that could regroup all of this. Yes, it will be there, but I don't want it in only a few ends of corporation and especially not the government. I don't trust any government. Government should be at some point agency or regulator but we should aim to start creating our own gardening for independent food supply as well as our own crypto exchange in cyberspace or even cyberspace. You see, more and more people are going out these platforms I'm using right now, such as Spotify for the podcast and YouTube for the vlogcast. Okay, they are creating their own web space. So that's the thing. It's going to be a lot of D-I-U, huh? do it yourself in the future, because that's a proposition on the table right now to actually also um, resist the one-size-fits-all of the Great Reset that's coming. So on that, I'm finishing with this introduction. I hope you, you liked it. If you liked it, please give me a like. Uh, give me some stars on Apple Podcasts for those who are listening and to Spotify also. Subscribe to uh, whatever you already a subscriber. I mean, like if you, whatever platform you prefer, Agile Lounge and Dare Real Agile, we are mostly everywhere. So uh, you don't have to, uh, to follow us on places you don't have an account. If you have an account in a place you like and you follow other so please follow us. Exchange with us also. We call you in to interact with us, uh, to send me an, an SMS, to send me an email, and maybe in the future to join us into a gathering, a physical gathering or a Zoom gathering. So I will be pleased to hear you in the comment below. Uh, comment me your thought. 
what do you think about what I said? But most importantly, what do you have in mind uh, to uh, foster our future and togetherness? And what do you have to say as a citizen, as a woman, uh, as a man, as a maybe, maybe even as a child? What kind of future you want? But what kind of present are you building right now? So I really, really invite you. It's inviting agility, huh? from Michael Lerman. Go see his website, invitingagility.org, I think. It's very amazing, the work he did. So, on that, again, what's next? Come, please, subscribe to this uh, virtual Zoom uh, scrum beer we're going to do September 9 because it's going to be a great space for interacting about everything I propose because I'm only proposing stuff, Okay. As a great coach, I'm not doing anything yet, but I'm proposing stuff and I would like to co-create and be in action with those who would like um, to evolve and to uh, make some action about those topics and maybe our little, little, little children in 75 years to uh, a century will look back and said like we were the Michelangelo of the cyber renaissance who recreate the world uh, not based on these uh, ashes but from a new ground a completely virgin new ground because there still is these frontier in our mind and we should not let our humanity becoming robots because without love that's what's going to happen But with love, we will transcend into a better human with consciousness, not tools, not cybernetic, not transhumanism. So you see, business agility and conscious agility, it's all about this. Like the value of the manifesto of 2001 saying like interaction between people over processes and tools. Technology could be a great asset. But the human value, the human mind with ideas, dreams, things, this is a great pipeline of things. So unleash it. Unleash the lion in you. Stand up and be. Just be human with love. In Lakesh. So is there no comment? I will end the show. And I'll thank you very much for listening. And I'll see you soon.